Hello and welcome to Intelligence for Your Life, the podcast. Our show is brought to you today by the Scott Allen Turner Show. Now, Scott is the financial rock star. He went from a money moron at age 22 to a self-made millionaire 13 years later by using the same ideas that he shares on his show. If you have a hard time saving money, this is the guy that you need to listen to. He's going to give you all sorts of free tips, free information on how you could be saving more money right now. So right now, he has a special offer. Go to 99-Minute Millionaire is his audiobook. You can get it for free by visiting scottallenturner.com slash life. That's S-C-O-T-T-A-L-A-N-T-U-R-N-E-R.com slash life. Our show is also brought to you today by Sock Fancy. I do not wear ties. I've said this before. I wear socks. I have wacky socks. That is my, it is my calling card. Whenever I'm in a business meeting, I wear a suit, but underneath, very subtly, with just a little hint coming out from the bottom of my, of my pant leg, are crazy fun colored socks. And the best crazy fun colored socks you can get are available at Sock Fancy. Now, Father's Day is coming up. It is right around the corner. It is upon us. What better gift to get your dad than Sock Fancy? Fancy. It is it is unique, awe-inspiring, sometimes bizarre, weird socks, and they're delivered every single month. Best of all, shipping is free all over the world. If you don't like the pair you get, you can send them back and swap for a fresh design. They want you to be happy. It is literally the gift that keeps on giving. So now is the time. Sign your loved one up for a three-month, six-month, nine-month, or year-long subscription, and Sock Fancy handles the rest. It is the easiest Father's Day gift you could possibly have. So Get an extra pair of socks added to your subscription for free if you go to SockFancy.com slash Tesh and you enter Tesh at checkout. So that's SockFancy.com slash Tesh. Enter Tesh at checkout. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Intelligence for Your Life, the podcast. We have a very special guest today, Leanne Vogel. She wrote one of the best ketogenic cookbooks. It's called Keto Diet. It has all kinds of information that you can use in order to understand what the ketogenic diet is, how to eat keto, how the runaway weight loss can be stopped. That's right. I promise you on the keto diet, you will lose so much weight. You're going to have to stop losing weight. You're going to have to figure that out. She can talk you through that. Uh, all three of us sit down with her. Very exciting interview. And you know what? I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, Leanne Vogel. Leanne, welcome. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Uh, good. You sound very uh, ketogenic right now. We're very excited <laughs> Don't about I? That. I'm burning the ketones. Oh, oh my! Oh my gosh! Give, give, tell the story you were about to uh, tell. Okay, so what you don't know, Leanne, is that way before we even talked about putting you on the podcast, I for was it? You say it's Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day. Are you sure? I'm no. positive. Okay. Yeah, for my birthday, you got me the the uh, blanket and the. All right. So it was pillow. it was some of it was some event. I'm not willing to commit Mother's, to Mother's Day. Day. It was Easter. No, it was your anniversary. It was no. your anniversary. Yes. You want, go, you want to go get a coffee later? <laughs> anyway, yeah. it was definitely your anniversary. I bought them. I bought them both ketogenic, uh, ketogenic uh, cookbooks, and yours was the one of the highest rated, and was what was like the best one of the group that I bought them. And they they fell in absolute love with it. And then when we we were like we started talking about the ketogenic diet on the podcast, we thought that there's nobody we want to have more than Leanne Vogel. Thank you. A bunch of friends actually texted me when your episode went live and was like, oh my gosh, you'll never guess who's talking about your book right now. I <laughs> saw that you put that on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I can't even understand. So thank you. I'm glad that you've 
you picked my book and you we, gifted it. Thank we you love so much. it. And now we want to pick your brain. A lot of people, yes, are, a, a lot of people are asking us uh, about this ketogenic diet that we keep talking about on the radio show and also uh, on on the podcast and and soon to come the, the television show. And so uh, the, this this I actually started this after I read uh, um, Tim Ferriss's book. Uh, uh, the Four Hour Body, and then I got into uh, listening to his interview with Dom D'Agostino, which we, we've all listened to now. And uh, I, I just I, I tried it for a while, and it was like everybody's looking at me like, like like I was nuts. And then I got, the, and then um, after getting this uh, uh, cancer diagnosis, uh, realized that uh, and and reading cancer as a metabolic disease, realized that this was the diet that I should be be on, yeah. mm-hmm. a low glucose diet. Right. So that's what led us led us to you. Basically, what, what led you though to the ketogenic diet, Leanne? Well, I was a vegan um, many moons ago, and I had a lot of hormone problems. I had a thing called amenorrhea, so that's where you don't get a period, and that went on for a total of eight years, and every doctor said, there's nothing you can do about it. This is just the way that it is, and isn't it great you're a woman and you don't get your period? And I was like, no, that's not a good thing. That's Something's not wrong. a good thing. <laughs> Something's wrong. Just count your um, blessings and, so, and move on. It's so true. Yeah. No, that's not and true. <laughs> not at her so, age. At my age, I no. count my blessings yeah. and move on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being a young 20 year old, like mm-hmm. in my early 20s, I didn't think it was a big deal until it started becoming a big deal. I got married and, you know, I just felt like you needed you know, to get that in late 20s. You should probably have your period. Yeah. I need to get it figured out. Yeah. And so my my naturopath recommended a low carb diet. And uh, I studied nutrition over a decade ago. And I remember, you know, back then learning that low carb was really unsafe. And I thought, I'm not doing that. How would that help me? Uh, and then one of my girlfriends told me about keto and I had no idea what a keto even was. And then I kind of just went down the rabbit hole and tried it for six months and started experiencing um, good hormone results, but I wasn't sleeping. My hair was falling out. I was losing actually too much weight. Mm. Uh, and then came my more fat field program, which is what I teach now, which is more ketogenic diet for women specifically that just want to be healthier. And when I just adjusted the ketogenic diet just slightly for my body, I ended up getting my period back in nine months. And that was a wow. year and a half ago. And, and how's I'm your ovulating hair? And my hair is so thick. <laughs> it is crazy. And I sleep well and my hormones are balanced and my adrenals are so much better. Um, awesome. My thyroid is balanced. So it's been quite a journey, but I never would have thought eating more fat would heal my body. Mm. Back then I thought it would do the exact opposite. So it's I want to ask you a question. How did yeah. your doctors react to you mm. going on this diet? Because it's one of the biggest challenges for me is getting my, my MD to think like I think. Your cardiologist in particular. My cardiologist in particular. And also my GP, that they just are either not interested or not educated yet on keto and still are telling me, stop with the fats. Yeah, it's really challenging. I mean, I'm the type of person that if somebody doesn't really align with what I believe in and can't support me with what I know is best for my body, I find somebody else that can. Um, So my first... uh, family doctor. He wasn't very supportive of it. So then I found a family doctor in the same practice, actually, that at least respected my choice. She wouldn't really get into it with me, but she was respectful. And then I actually found a dentist that is ketogenic. And we talk about the benefits of fat for like mouth health while I'm getting my teeth done. And so I think it's really aligning 
you know, if you feel like this is best for your body, something that I've learned over the years is like, if you really feel like this is what you are meant to do and you want to give it a good go, it's nice to surround yourself with people that are going to support you, especially with something with fat where we know, I mean, you know, science is saying that fat is not a bad thing. So those doctors just maybe aren't, um, up to speed on, on mm. what's happening in the world right now. And so it's up to you to find somebody that, well, right now, right, right, right now we're being uh, watched uh, by a doctor who does believe in keto on one end, but we're still seeing two doctors she may, who, um, Stephen Gundry. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. He wrote so, the Plant Paradox. Plant yeah. Paradox. Yeah. Um, so we see him, John and I both see him and he's done our blood work and he he's giving his recommendations. But our local uh, doctor and, and our GP is the doctor who actually discovered John's cancer. So we have a a strong link to him. Um, they're still not on board, but uh, so we're trying to find the lane that we need to, to stay in and go with it, but we're not ready to get rid of the doctors who are not on board. Totally. We, we want to turn them around. That's what we want to do. Keep, turn them keep going in and having good labs. That's the way I know, to do it. I know. Exactly. Or give them a copy of my book. And then also, <laughs> no, <laughs> I think, yeah, too. And, you know, my doctor, although she, you know, she respects my choice every mm. time I come in and I'm looking better and my hormones are better. She started asking me, like, what actually are you doing? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. what is happening here? And and I think that that's good, too. If you're if you're more of an educator and you have time mm-hmm. and the patience mm-hmm. to help your doctor, because really in the end, once your doctor's on board or at least respects your choice, they might even recommend it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And then you are indirectly helping other people. So I want to, I want to back up just a little bit Mm. um, and talk about the, about the science, because typically what happens to us is really funny because just the other day we were in in a restaurant for, uh, for our daughter's birthday. And, you know, after torturing the, uh, the server, uh, with well, the, her well, face well, was so it, it pain. Was, it, yeah, it's so, like, wait, you don't want pomegranate seeds, yeah, but you yeah, want right. nine gallons of olive oil. What is going on? <laughs> so, happening? so she takes the order back to the uh, to the kitchen, and out comes the manager with you know, bring comes uh, to our table and says, "I know what you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're doing. I did keto yeah, for two years." So he he could tell what we were doing based on what we were ordering. <laughs> but I want to I want to back up because it, what typically happens is. People will ask uh, if, if the conversation is about my sickness or something uh, or or whatever. Uh, the, the conversation is gets to the diet. Like, oh, I'm a, a ketogenic. Oh, what's that? And then you explain it, and the people are like, if you can just see the, the wheels turning. It's like with your with your with your friend uh, Virginia, right? Who was like, oh, I think your fir- first reaction was, I'm not doing that, right? Was that her or somebody else? Virginia right. said she was doing it, and then rattled off all the carbohydrates that, that she's eating. Uh, okay, so so anyway, and and then we, and then we get to the science where we start talking about where it came from and the um, the seizure reduction of kids and Johns Hopkins and all of that. So can you, for our listeners, can you can we uh, rewind this for a second and just get to the ba- the basic science and why this is working? Yeah, you bet. So I like to say that a ketogenic diet is a low carb, high fat eating style where we're going from burning glucose as energy. So all those carbohydrates, you eat those carbs, you burn those carbs. The problem with that space is that you're constantly having to eat carbs in order to fuel your body because your body can only uh, store rather um, about 400 um, calories at any given or rather 400 grams at any given time of that energy. So you see like in muscle glycogen and brain glycogen. Is that exactly. Totally. So you don't have a lot of storage. Whereas when we're eating ketogenic, so that low carb, high fat eating style, we're able to burn fat as energy and your body has usually around 50,000 or more calories at any given time to burn as fat. And so this can yeah. be really beneficial for people that 
uh, need to balance their hormones for women specifically. Uh, what I see and what I saw in my own body is that I actually raised my cholesterol. My cholesterol was pretty low. Uh, my HDL was high, but my LDL, it really matters on the particle size. So I was able to boost up uh, my cholesterol because cholesterol is the, uh, beginning. I think of it almost as like an umbrella, the tip of the umbrella and all the other hormones cascade below that. So it's really important to make sure that we actually have enough of that good stuff uh, to make all of our sex hormones. But and, wait a minute. So you boosted yeah. your HDL and yes, what, what yes, happened massively. to your LDL? My LDL particle size, so there's two different types of LDL you need to look at when right. it comes to your cholesterol. Mm -hmm. One is the A particles, which are I think of like big and fluffy and they kind of bounce around. And then B particles, which are like bumblebees. That's how I remember it. And they kind of like aren't good things to have in your body. And so I boosted up the A's, so those big fluffy ones, um, and also boosted up my HDL as well and my overall cholesterol um, lowered my triglycerides quite considerably. Um, so those are some things. So it that raised you your over your total number, your cholesterol, yes. it raised it up. Yes. Okay. And then as soon as that happened, I started actually creating hormones. Cause in mm. my case, it was almost like a light switch had gone off in my body and all hormones had just stopped being created. Um, and looking back, it was very clear that I just, I wasn't eating enough fat to create those hormones. Mm. And the saturated fat, uh, a little bit of the science behind saturated fat, it's actually really good for helping um, boost up your HDL more so than a lot of other things that we're told will boost your HDL. So in a ketogenic diet, we're eating low carb, high fat, we're lowering our blood sugar uh, massively. So we're no longer on those highs and lows of blood right. sugar craziness where you oh, eat man. a little bit of carbs. Leanne, yeah. Leanne, you used to be able to set, uh, John would joke because you could set a clock to my 3 p.m. yawn mm -hmm. every single mm -hmm. day at 3 p.m. I, I would get it, I would yawn and that has gone away with the ketogenic diet. You know, I yeah, think, Connie, I want to put you and, and Leanne back together on this topic because I think what people may come away with is, hey, I raised my cholesterol. Mm, uh, yes, but yeah. it's important to know what which cholesterol you raise. But the problem is that doctors are still looking at the total cholesterol. And even though my good cholesterol, my HDL is high, um, I they're still looking at my total number, which is still under two hundred. But I have blockage. But Gundry doesn't. But Gundry doesn't look at the total. Gundry does yet. not. He looks at everything but the uh, LDLB. He looks at everything but that one really bad cholesterol, and mm -hmm. he thinks that should be high and the LDLB should be low. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And triglycerides, looking at the ratio of your triglycerides to your HDL, that's what I go off of. Mm -hmm. And when I started the ketogenic diet, I think my triglycerides were like over three, I want to say, and now they're under one. Um, because the triglycerides, you know, when you eat carbohydrates, you know, a lot of people get confused and I even was confused of like, how are carbohydrates stored? If you eat too many carbohydrates, they are going to boost your triglycerides period. And when you stop eating those and you're not storing those, your triglycerides are going to go down naturally. You're saying one in three, do you mean 300? Yes. Sorry. Uh, I'm in Canada. So our numbers oh, okay. are all messed okay. up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. We do not speak the same language. <laughs> I don't know. There's only like three tests. countries in the whole world that use the imperial system. The rest yeah, of you guys yeah. use the metric. I think we're True. the messed up one. Yeah, I'm going to start, start blaming my mistakes on my country too. I'm <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to point it. out that in yeah. your book, you do such a great job at creating tables and pictures and a way to understand what are saturated fats, what are monounsaturated fats. You, know, uh, you, you do a great job of uh, you know writing it out, but also 
giving us pictures because I'm a visual learner and I love looking at your pictures. Your oh, charts. Thanks. Yeah. We had a lot of fun putting together those charts. I mean, basically on every page, there's a drawing mm -hmm. and the publisher was so good to me and that I would just draw some things out and they would make it a reality because you don't want my chicken scratch in a book. So they made it pretty. <laughs> so yeah, very thankful for that. Thank but, goodness yeah, for professional artists. And what do you, yeah. what, what, Leanne, what do you say to people who are like, oh my gosh, if I eat all that fat, I'm going to kill it. Cause we get that a lot from people. Mm -hmm. if, yeah, I, if, I, if I eat all that fat, I'm just going to, I'm going to kill myself. And we are right now trying to consume one liter of olive oil a week each. Yeah. Good for you. Mm. It's That's hard. Awesome. That's and, and you can't tool. do it just by eating. You have to fill up a shot glass and just oh, walk yeah. by and just take yeah. a shot. Of olive oil. <laughs> of, of olive oil. oil. <laughs> of olive oil. I, you know, I did that with coconut oil for a while, but um, now I can't. I can't. I, I think my body's just like, you know what? Enough with the coconut oil. <laughs> and I think I go through phases with yeah. fat. Like mm. I'm really, really loving lard right now and we mm. get it from the butchers <laughs> down the street from us and Yikes. i mean worst vegan ever right like <laughs> yeah. the fact that i would be saying that at this point but i think you know to answer your question the things i say to people when they say you know fat makes you fat or fat has no nutrients i get that a lot or it clogs your clogs your arteries it's going to give you heart disease um you know we already chatted about the cholesterol component which when you're looking at your cholesterol it's important to look at that triglyceride over hdl ratio um and when it comes to fat having no nutrients i mean there's vitamins a e k2 and in fact you need fat in order to absorb your nutrients like how many of us have eaten salads with no fat on it thinking that we were doing right by our body mm -hmm. and we need that fat yeah. in order to absorb many of the nutrients not only in the salad um but also in really anything that we eat we need that fat and so you may find that when you try a ketogenic diet, say you do it for a couple of months, it doesn't resonate with you. Uh, that's totally cool. I, I think it would be ridiculous for me to say like the ketogenic diet is going to work for everybody. Um, but even just increasing your fat intake, you know, regardless of where you're at. I mean, is that some right? Is Because uh, I was telling friends yeah. to be careful. If you're not going to increase your fat and also decrease your carbs, you may be in trouble. But that's not true because you, your body won't be in the state of ketosis if you do that. You're right. So if you look at more of the paleo community, how they have a pretty good relationship with fat. Yeah. It's not to the point where ketogenic people, you know, on an average, you know, on a daily basis, I'm probably eating 70% of all my intake is fat. I'm saying like, maybe move your 5% to like 15, you know, like mm -hmm. be okay with putting some oil on your salad. But um, what I see definitely good point, Connie, is that a lot of people will be like, okay, I'll just add fat to mm -hmm. everything right. I'm already right. eating. Mm -hmm. and right. So no. So good point. It's like maybe swap out you know, that potato at dinner for like extra steak and add, you know, some butter on your steak instead. So mm -hmm. definitely setting the intention to eating lower carb, higher fat, but it doesn't have to go as far as a ketogenic diet if that's really scary for you up, mm -hmm. up front, because mm -hmm. I find a lot of people will say, okay, like tomorrow I'm going to go ketogenic and the last like until lunchtime, good to be yeah. practical. Yeah. Well, the first couple of weeks and, you get that, that keto flu. Yeah, the keto flu. Mm -hmm. um, I had the keto flu for about two days. Uh, and I mean, my husband had it for like literally five minutes. He's like, I don't feel so good. And I gave him um, some electrolyte powder. He's like, yep. great. And he never experienced it again. So <laughs> for some people, it's and just foggy brain. Yeah, foggy brain or just it feels like you're sick or that you drank too much or something. It's, it's different for everybody. Mine was a headache. 
um, for a lot of days. And so if you find that you experience this or even before you do, it's important to have electrolyte rich foods like, um, spinach, any greens, really avocado. You can add a little bit of salt to your water, some gray sea salt or him, which we're not used to doing. We were totally salt free in our house. I didn't, I don't think I had a salt shaker. And now um, it's like salt. Yeah. Yeah. Because (laughs) I started having the leg cramps at night, especially. Yeah. And then it's, that's a huge sign that you Mm. need more salt Mm -hmm. and you can go as far as, uh, you know, exogenous ketones, if you feel oh, like yeah. you need we, we have this up all the time. We, mm-hmm. we, I mean, we test our blood at least you know, four or five times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. At yeah. least. And so, what is your range, Leanne? What's the range you like to stay in? Is it a 0. 0.5 to 3? But it's really hard to stay at 3. Yeah, I find my body sits well at 2.3. That's oh, like the number wow. where my body just goes to, whereas my husband, he's like 1.1 and he really can't. Yeah get higher than that, but wow. he's experiencing all the benefits and he feels really good. Mm-hmm. He used to eat a Kit Kat bar a day. Mm. This was like his thing, Kit Kat bar and water every day. And he just doesn't want that anymore. Wow. It's so weird. Sounds, like the, most, mo- sounds like the most fun prison ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kit Kat bar and water. Super fun. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, but one of the most common questions that I get, Leanne, is how to get started I'm getting that a lot on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook. People are asking that. And then you also talked about modifying it. So when we come back, I want you to tell us what we actually can eat, how you modified the diet and, and your understanding of it, and, uh, and, and where people just, what is the first step to getting on keto? You bet. Our show is brought to you today by Neutro Boost. Now, I have ADD, but I have big goals in my life, not the least of which is to grow this podcast. And in order to do that, I need help with my brain. I I love my brain. I love all the creativity stuff that it does. I've tried ADD medication and I have a hard time because it kills all of my creativity. Well, now I use NeutroBoost. I plow through my to-do list, the most menial of tasks, changing my insurance coverage, for example, I can handle with NeutroBoost. It is a top-rated supplement made from nootropics, which are cognitive-enhancing compounds that when stacked in the right combination, they give Silicon Valley's best coders and business people their extra edge. It gives me an extra edge. It is 100% safe. Despite the fact that I'm able to focus, I lose none of my creativity. It is incredible. It is all natural. It is potent. Uh, These cognitive enhancers will significantly improve your focus, concentration, and memory. So if you're a hustler, if you're a striver, if you're a thriver, if you have a hard time buckling down and getting getting through some of the boring tasks in your day, if you want to get the most out of your life, I know I do, and I struggle with the boring stuff, I count on NeutroBoost to increase my productivity and give me a competitive edge. So I've got a special offer for you right now. For a limited time, you can get a free 30-day supply. That's a $60 value. All you have to do is pay less than $5 for shipping. Head over to tryneutroboost.com slash Tesh. That's T-R-Y-N-O-O-T-R-O-B-O-O-S-T dot com slash T-E-S-H. You can get a free trial right now while supplies last because this this offer is going to run out. So tryneutroboost.com slash Tesh. Maybe you're looking for a job. Maybe you have a job and you want a better one. Well, the one thing that all of those elements have in common is that you are going to need a resume. And let's be honest, resume writing sucks. And I'm not just saying that. That is the name of this sponsor, ResumeWritingSucks.com. If you want to land the best internship, if you just graduated, whatever it is that you may be, if you want a new opportunity, you think it's exciting, but the idea of writing your resume or just customizing it for all the different fields out there, you know, everybody has a little different way that they want to do it. Fear no more. 
ResumeWritingSucks.com exists. It's an all-in-one platform. It will solve this problem for you forever. The Resume Writing Sucks software perfectly tailors your resume for the job that you want by scanning and editing it in real time. It takes you through the job searching process from start to finish, covering every detail of securing the position in the workplace that you want. You want to work for Google? You want to work for Facebook? You want to work for one of the cool, hip new companies? You need ResumeWritingSucks.com. And here's the best thing. It's absolutely free. So go to ResumeWritingSucks.com. Start creating your perfect resume today. That's ResumeWritingSucks.com. I got to tell you, I hate conference calls. They are difficult to hear people. You're always talking over each other. That is until I got a demo from the people over at Dolby Voice who are helping sponsor today's podcast. They make the most incredible conference software I have ever heard in my life. It sounds like I'm in the room. You can talk over each other and it's like you're in the same room together. It's collaborative. They're able to deliver an optimal environment for that effective collaboration that can only normally happen in person. It gets rid of that issue of saying, oh, well, it's not the same if you're there. With Dolby Voice, it's the same as if you're there. Their breakthrough, these are the guys that invented, you know, 5.1. Remember the original surround sound? That's Dolby. All right, and they have now gotten into conference call technology. Why? Because they want to fix something that's broken, I'm assuming. So this breakthrough audio technology sets a new standard for what you can expect when it comes to audio conferencing. The Dolby Conference phone brings a full room 360 degree audio capture. While they were testing it out with me, the guy that was, t I had regular headphones in, I was on my regular computer. He had the special Dolby voice conference phone. He walked around the room and it's, I could hear him moving. I had stereo headphones. I could hear him moving from one side of the room to the other. It was insane. It really was like I was in the movies and he was, he was a character walking around. Like when you see the, at the beginning of the movie, when they, when they show the character walking around, you hear them moving all around the theater. That's what it was like with this guy and the Dolby Conference phone. So Dolby Voice, Dolby Conference phone, they deliver stunning audio quality that allows everyone to be heard, makes meetings really easy to follow and participate in. We, we conversations flow. That is when great decisions are made. That's when innovation happens. So if you want to hear it, you've got to hear it to believe it. Check out Dolby Voice today. Visit Dolby.com slash Tesh for a free demo. That's D-O-L-B-Y dot com slash T-E-S-H. All right, so we're back here with Leanne Vogel. Her book, The Keto Diet, it's literally available everywhere. It is a great starting point for the ketogenic diet. Uh, we are going to go, we're going to dive into that book a little bit right now. But most importantly, I get the question a lot. How do you get started? So Leanne, what is the number one thing that you would tell somebody who wants to get started on keto? You bet. So it really depends on where you're coming from. If you're eating a standard American diet and you just went to McDonald's for breakfast and had, I don't even know what they have at McDonald's anymore, but whatever <laughs> they have for breakfast there. Um, and you're wanting to kind of make a switch. I would just more set the intention to kind of look at the carbohydrates you're eating, get, get familiar with what a carbohydrate is. I know that when I was diagnosed as a celiac and they said I was allergic to gluten and I was like, so I don't eat bread. Right. And he's like, Oh man, you need this list of foods that have gluten in it. Cause mm. you just don't know till you know. So get comfortable with understanding what a carbohydrate is. Corn is not a vegetable. It's a carbohydrate and you know, p potatoes and bread and, you know, pizza and just kind of think of, uh, what you can replace those with. Uh, there are so many recipes online also in my book, but online <laughs> where you can get accustomed to 
more of that switch. Uh, whereas if you are, you know, already eating pretty quote unquote clean, um, and you are conscious to the fact that you eat carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, and you know what those are, a good first step for you would just be to familiar yourselves with fats and what sort of fats are, uh, good fats to choose from. So when it comes, you know, we chatted about saturated fats. So those are things like your, uh, coconut oil and really anything that's hard. If you can do butter or beef fat, like tallow, that's a saturated fat as well. And then you have more of the monounsaturated fats. So we chatted about, um, olive oil and avocado oil or the polyunsaturated fats. Now those are going to be a little bit, uh, less unstable. So you've probably heard about like flax oil or hemp oil. Those could be polyunsaturated fats and just get yourself, um, familiar with the oils that you're going to use and the fats, the fat choices. Um, a tip that I have for you when we go ketogenic, what oftentimes happens is you think, okay, well, a fat is dairy. So I'm just going to eat a lot of cheese and milk mm. and butter and butter and milk and cheese and cheese and cheese. And what I see all the time is these people are eating so much dairy and dairy can be quite inflammatory for a lot of people and then mm -hmm. they're not feeling the best. So try to think outside of the dairy realm, um, fall in love with nuts and seeds and mm -hmm. uh, well, coconut. Too coconut late. Milk. I've already eloped with nuts. <laughs> There you go. Perfect. Macadamia nuts with coconut oil is And I'm still on my honeymoon snack. with cheese. So yeah, leave me alone. Yeah, totally. So it really depends. But usually the, the major thing I see after two weeks of somebody eating keto is they're eating so much dairy and then they yeah. don't I made the mistake. I made that mistake, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it was, uh, and especially you know, in, in the middle of uh, of chemo, there, there, my my taste buds they, they switch about every two weeks, so I can't even eat macadamia nuts now. But I was all over them, but they'll they'll be back, you know. I, I, I now know, you're I, liking pecans, yeah, exactly. Cool. And, which yeah. Are very, but we very have to do keto modified keto with John. Uh, we have to keep him away from animal protein, so we're. We're feeding him just uh, basically plant protein. Yeah, and, and, he, we, we put it in his cage. And <laughs> he eats half of it. The reason for that is that Doctor uh, Doctor Gundry feels like I shouldn't be having. Uh, he, he wants me on even lower protein than you guys are are, are eating, only because uh, the cancer cells fermenting uh, protein and and also the, the danger of gluconeogenesis, which we can talk about later. But I want to. Um, I want to get to this chart because your book, as I mentioned uh, before the break, is not just about uh, its its background, as Connie was saying. And so, what are the results from being in nutritional ketosis? I have them in front of me, so let's go through them one at a time. And um, and Connie, I think this will be great on your on your health show uh, as well. Uh, so, the, one of the first results is effortless weight loss. Why does that happen, Leanne? Yeah. So we chatted a little bit about how your body stores fat. So when you're in a ketogenic state, your body has two choices of fuel. It can either be the fat that you're eating or the fat on your body. So if you're eating just enough fat to kind of push yourself into ketosis, but not enough that, um, your body's just using the fat you're eating as that energy, then it will constantly go to your fat stores for energy. And that was what was happening to me at the beginning, almost so much. So I lost 12% body fat and 20 pounds in two months. And it was like, wow. gone. Like, where did it go? Um, so I had to work actually to gain some of that weight back because for women, we need a specific, like for most women, especially for me, I need to hold a specific body fat in order to, um, regulate my hormones, hormones. and, and get yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of why that happens is just your body becomes a lot more accessible, um, 
to that energy because you don't have insulin spiking up, which stops your body from being able to burn fat when that insulin is out partying. And also when you eat carbohydrate, what happens is that it increases a thing called glycerol, which push, pushes rather, um, uh, fat into cells. So when your insulin is out and you're eating carbohydrates and they're getting stored into the fat cells, it's almost impossible. Whereas in a ketogenic diet, neither of those states exist. Now I did not lose weight doing, um, yeah, but she's really thin. Well, I, I still have love handles that I could lose, but you know, I'm in my sixties and I have never really fluctuated too much with my weight, um, all my life. But these two in front of me have lost almost 30 pounds each, right? I'm at tw- no, 25. I'm, I'm, I'm about 24, 25. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. I really haven't. And is it, do you think it's because I don't have en- enough fat to lose or am I eating too much dairy? Uh, it could be a bunch of different things. It could be the fact that you're eating dairy and it's inflammatory. So when you're in an inflammatory state, it's harder for you to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be that you're still not having it or you're still having too many carbs. Um, it could be that you're actually not having enough carbs. I mm-hmm. don't know, um, mm-hmm. where you're at with your menstrual cycle and such. Um, uh, I haven't had that one ship in has many sailed, years. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. So I can get you, you a pamphlet about that. <laughs> But, but, but thank go- you for thank you for not assuming it had already left. <laughs> yeah, totally, of course. Um, so for you, you can go quite low. Or as Dr. Carbs. Gundry said after he looked at my blood work, he said, "You're not in danger of getting pregnant anymore, Connie." I said, uh, "Okay, uh, thank uh, you." Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so for you, you can go lower carb than somebody like me who has to watch that I'm not going too low carb, otherwise mm-hmm. I don't get a period. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a woman in your state, you can go quite low carb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you find like you're kind of hitting weight plateaus, but you were saying that you kind of haven't lost weight overall on the ketogenic diet. I have not. Mm. So I wouldn't go more of the plateau route. I would go more of what you're eating is probably causing inflammation. And that's where I would look first. And it, mm-hmm. it might not even be the dairy. It might be eggs. It might be nuts. Um, those are kind of the three culprits. We, we eat a lot of eggs. Yeah, I mean, eggs, I, dairy, I nuts. Uh, eggs, uh, dairy, yeah. nuts. Always. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got weight loss. Uh, I can tell you that, um, and, and one of the other things on this on this list that happens after ketosis is improved sleep. Now we have to uh, we're going to have to put an asterisk by Gibbs' name because he has three kids under the age of five, and one of them's seven, eight months. So um, and, I don't sleep much anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I I I don't know that I've noticed improved sleep more uh, as much as I've noticed. A lack, a, a, a lack of a need of sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I don't. There's sometimes no need for a nap. Right. I, if, if I get five hours, I don't regularly get five hours. But if I get only five hours, I'm not destroyed for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I find that too. For me, um, when I was strict ketogenic, eating lower than 20 grams of carbs, my sleep actually got a lot worse. <laughs> I was not sleeping very well, and I almost mm. feel like I had so much energy that I couldn't sleep ever. Oh wow, yeah, there you go. Mm. So for some, it's, uh, finding that carbohydrate balance. That was for me. Once I boost up my carbs a bit now, I sleep like I am just out. Like I, I, I guess proper sleep hygiene is that you kind of lay in bed for a little while and then you drift off. Um, if you're hitting the pillow and, and passing out right away, that's actually not a good thing. Um, so on a ketogenic diet, usually what my clients and people in my community have told me is that they kind of just hit the pillow and they think about their day and then they just fall asleep. And that's, Mm. that's where we want to be. And I think that happens for a bunch of different reasons. Um, for me, it was definitely the insulin stuff. Like I would eat when I was a runner, I would make a huge cherry, uh, 
smoothie before bed and there must have been at least 120 grams of carbs in that. And then I would be like restless and I'd keep waking up and I'd wonder what the heck's wrong with my sleep. Um, that doesn't happen anymore on a keto and doctors are, for me. And John's doctors are telling him at this point in his treatment, he should be feeling like he needs three naps a day and he wow. does not take a nap. That's They're shocked. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Just the energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was at a show on Saturday and I spoke in the morning around 11 o'clock and I was at my table all day chatting with people and the organizer came by and she said, aren't you tired? Do you want a break? Do you need food? I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I'm actually good. Like I, right. it's so strange that, you know, you still fall back in that. Oh, wow. I'm, I actually don't need a nap. And I've been talking, I talked for 11 hours nonstop with no food and I was fine. Wow. Like, like it's just insane to be able to do that it's great if you're on a book tour i highly recommend it (laughs) i find that i actually forget to eat at times because my hunger cycle doesn't go i I don't think about food all day yeah no it's so great and freeing and when you go on a flight you don't have to pack food with you you can just fast through the morning and know that your Mm -hmm. body's just gonna burn fat and when you get there you don't have to worry about where am i gonna get my food where am i gonna get my next meal i travel with macadamia nuts though good call yeah, but and you you uh, put us in the direction of another issue that we had to adjust to, which is eating out and and traveling. Uh, we were afraid of it at first, and you know, by the way, my Mother's Day present or anniversary present it was whichever, anniversary. Okay, my anniversary <laughs> present was you know your keto cookbook, and that's because I'm the one doing the cooking here, and so we were a little. Um, uh, nervous about what it was going to be like to stay in ketosis when we went on our actual anniversary honeymoon. Yeah, Mexico. yeah to Mexico. And um, we found it to be quite easy. If you have a cooperative server, cooperative cook, they will take, what we do is look at a menu and we see the ingredients that are in all the different yes. dishes. So we know, okay, you have pine nuts and you have spinach and you have this, and then we create you know, our dish. Yeah, asterisk on this one too, Leanne, you have to be uh, with a pushy uh, Italian who, mm-hmm. who means well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, because they're, they're, when we were first starting this, I would just say, you know, just give me the, I don't know, just a, a, you know, some, a dry piece of fish or something yeah. and I'll move on. <laughs> but but it, we turns, it turns out, especially on this vacation, that they, they've started naming the dishes after us. Yes, we, so we took, I, I said, you have portobello mushrooms? They said, yes, so they got a portobello mushroom, put some um, cheese on it and, poured olive oil and pesto sauce on the top. And we would have that almost every day when we were on this trip. And the kitchen said, we're going to put this on the menu. We're going to call it the Tesh Room. <gasps> that's yeah, funny. Yeah, 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 that sounds delicious, actually. And you're right. Every time we go anywhere, I just kind of pick from what I know is keto. And then my number one thing that I always bring with me on any sort of vacation, especially on cruise ships, I just, I find that the oil isn't always the best. And so then you're adding canola oil on everything or these inflammatory oils. So I always carry with me coconut oil and olive oil Mm -hmm. or MCT oil for like Mm -hmm. salads. And Mm. uh, I love bringing that. Otherwise you can, you're right. You can totally pick from whatever's on the menu. And I've never run into a place where they're like, no, can't do that. Ever. And I, I want, I want, I want Gib to talk about energy too, because a lot of people feel like, wait a second, especially if you're in the gym, right? There's so many people who spend so much time in the gym, mm-hmm. and uh, and Gib's like, you know, if he he's he's lost 24 pounds since we we started this, uh, and he looks fantastic, right? I didn't think he had 24 pounds to to lose, you're but very he's, kind. but he's very dedicated to to his workout. So one of the things that he was afraid of 
Uh, and I, you know, I, I was too, uh, although I don't, I have different goals now with the, you know, with the, the treatments, uh, was that he wasn't going to be able to build muscle mass if he wasn't taking, uh, you know, protein supplements all the time, because that would kick him out of ketosis and, and that, uh, he wouldn't have enough energy in the gym to put up the same amount of, amount of weight. Yes. I mean, I was, I was very worried about that. And I also have a, uh, thankfully I have a, a my college roommate, totally independent of me, Leanne started doing the ketogenic diet because he is an ultra marathoner, which I do not recommend anybody do. Uh, it, yeah. is a, it is a horrible thing to do to your body. Anything over 26.2 miles is technically an ultra marathon. He runs 30 and 40 mile races in the hills, and he got into keto for the exact reason that you talked about earlier, which is we can only store a few hundred calories worth of sugar uh, or of carbohydrates in the form of glycogen at any given moment, but we can store 50,000 calories worth of fat even in a very in a relatively lean individual, and so he is able to go on very long runs without needing to refuel. I saw that we talked about that, and then when I started going to the gym, I found that my energy for my workouts was was really really high. I can now work out, no joke. I can work out for three straight hours as long as I change muscle groups. I have the energy to get through those workouts. Isn't that phenomenal? Yeah. I mean, I had to stop lifting and things like that to try to get my hormones back. Uh, and now I do a lot of hiking and, um, those sorts of things. And I don't need a snack. I don't need to refuel. Mm. We can go for six hours straight uphill. And I'm like, come on guys, let's do more. Like, it's yeah. but your friend, John Gibb, your friend, John, he goes in and out of ketosis, right? He, well, after a 40 mile race, he'll have some ice cream because he's earned it. Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. And there's also something to be said too for, and this is what I talk about in the keto diet is, you know, unless you're using the ketogenic diet for a therapeutic approach, say like epilepsy or cancer, uh, where you have to be, like you were saying, like you have to watch your protein, you have to watch your carbs. Like this is serious stuff. Um, if you're just using this for health, there's something to be said also for having carbohydrates after workout, specifically, um, if you're wanting to build muscle, you're those, those cells are craving glucose, and if you want to build muscle really quickly, um, there's a lot to be said for using carbohydrates in that time state after a workout. So, you, you know. although although Dr. Gundry, the, the author of the Plant Paradox, is whenever I bring that up, he's always saying, "Well, just take a look at, at Gorilla. All he all he does is is eat you know uh, salads all day. Leaves. Yeah, leaves, he eats yeah. green leaves, and he has more muscle definition than I could ever hope for. Yeah. That's his yeah, point. that's true. Yeah, good point. Mm. Mm. Uh, so those are some of the, um, and you know, there's also also on your list is uh, from a keto diet is uh, is clear thoughts. Mm. Um, uh, I'm not sure if anybody here has a are we any has to- a clear thought. No clear, clear thoughts in my <laughs> brain. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with ketosis. Yeah, That's yeah, just. Yeah. But the but the other thing on your list, and I've experienced this, and they almost had to raise. I went to the hospital because they were concerned that there was something wrong with my white blood cells with the with the chemo treatment. But um, my blood pressure is much lower. Uh, and and that seems to be a byproduct of the diet as well on your list. Yeah, uh, my blood pressure actually got so low because I wasn't eating enough salt. I had to go in for surgery for my knee a couple of years ago, and they were like, "We actually can't do the surgery right now because your blood pressure is too low." So wow. I was like, That's "Shoot, incredible. okay." <laughs> so how long have you been on a keto diet? Uh, three years on July fourteenth. July fourteenth mm. was my first first day officially. Wow, like I was I was playing around with it, but I was a vegan blogger. And, um, to tell your hundred thousand followers that you went from vegan to eating bacon, um, <sighs> was a really scary thing for me. And it took mm. a lot of courage to like <laughs> press publish on that blog post. Uh, and I lost a lot of people, but then I gained so 
so many people. And in fact, I still meet people today on the book tour and all the talking events I've been doing lately. And they're like, I was vegan and I followed you along and now I'm keto and we're all doing this together. And it's not to say that you can't do a plant-based keto. I've actually met a bunch of people that have been doing that really successfully. Um, but yeah, July 14th was my official day coming out to the world saying, Hey, no longer vegan doing this keto thing. I predict we're going to start seeing ketogenic restaurants opening up everywhere. I can't wait for that day. Oh, oh, yeah. Leanne, let's open one. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, my gosh. Well, we did get... We did get an offer um, from the restaurant where we went to last week. We did get an offer. He said, come back and we will do a keto feast for you. Right. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. We want to do a ketogenic cooking show and we want to feature that restaurant in it and and have you on it if we, you know, to to give us some recipes that we can teach to people. Yeah. Well, um, I want to point, I want to point out one other thing that you have in your book that is really, really helpful. You rate the grocery stores and something that's happening over and over again when we talk to um, people about keto is Costco keeps getting yeah. rated so high. You rate Costco higher than you rate Whole Foods. Yes, Costco is amazing for keto stuff. Yeah. Like I can't tell. Like oh my gosh, and the savings, and I mean the coconut oil in and of itself, and the olive oil and the avocado oil, and now they have mm-hmm. avocado mayo. And they and have I, a variety. Oh, yeah. I'll bet variety. you anything, guys. If we did a little research, there's a there's a buyer. At Costco, <laughs> it's keto. keto. It's keto. keto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we actually found more ketogenic stuff in Trader Joe's than we did in Whole Foods. Right, recently, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, that's but cool. but so, yeah, and that's so that's what Gundry was telling us when it's we were Costco. when he was going over our blood test just a couple of days ago was well, you get this at Costco, they have this at Costco. So it's so strange. <laughs> yeah. you'd, ex- you'd expect it would just be chocolate covered cherries or something. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I actually have um, a Costco shopping list for keto people. If you go to healthfulpursuit.com forward slash Costco. And it highlights oh, wow. everything that's mm. keto at Costco, and you can print it out. It's a one pager. It's really awesome. So wait, which, I'm going to be doing that. Which which, uh, which URL do you prefer? Because I'm, I'm on ketodiet.com right now. Oh, ketodietbook.com is for my yeah, book, yeah. and right. that just highlights all the book right. stuff. And then my blog is healthfulpursuit.com, Healthful and that's for all the videos right. and podcasts and everything. Health- are. Healthful pursuit. Before we before we yeah. before we wrap this up, I do I, I do want to cover one thing. So yeah. so my understanding of keto is that you take the the three big macronutrients, right, fat, protein, and carbohydrates, and you go about eighty five percent fat of your calories need to come from fat, ten uh, percent from protein, and five percent from from carbohydrates. That's my understanding of it. But you said you started off with a modified. How do people get started in that way? Yeah, with, with so macronutrients? it really depends on kind of what your goals are. I mean. For me, that amount of protein is too low, but if you don't even know where you're starting, usually what people will do is say 5% carbs and that's what they're really going to shoot for. And I find that that's um, the best approach is just start with 5% carbohydrate and shoot for like 80% fat, but 75 might be okay. Um, and then the rest is protein. But if, if you are wanting a more modified approach. If you're just looking to do this more for health and you're curious and you want to baby step it, then, um, you could even go, you know, 15 or 20% carbohydrate. I mean, when I checked my macros guys, before I went keto, my carbohydrate was 67%. Wow. 67. Well, you were vegan. Yeah. What what else are you going to eat? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Just all of the carbs all of the time. So to go from 67% on Monday to 5% on Tuesday, if you're Holy looking to moly. do this for health, it's just, you're, I just don't know if that would work. So I, it took me about two weeks to go from 67 to 5% and just slowly like taking out stuff, putting in other stuff, swapping out the fat. Um, 
So in the book, I created five different fat field profiles and this starts off with classic keto, which is your everyday keto, low carb, just like the macros that you were mentioning. Um, and then there's some people that resonate a lot better with a higher protein ketogenic diet. Um, we did talk about gluconeogenesis and the fear that you have that that will kick you out of ketosis because of the glucose creation. Um, but that is not necessarily the case in a lot of people. I mean, it definitely is for me, but I've met with clients that can eat upwards of 30% protein and their numbers are like 2.5 millimoles per liter up to three. Um, so they're still generating ketones. And then you get into the people that maybe they have fibromyalgia or they have really, really, really bad adrenal dysfunction for them to go through the experience of keto flu can knock them on their butt for months. Mm. So my, uh, approach for them is more, you know, start off with that 20 grams or sorry, 20% carbohydrate, see how you feel, then go down to 15 and then 10 and then five and slowly take your time. Cause you know, unless you have this serious, um, condition where you need to be ketogenic tomorrow, um, you're better off setting yourself up for success so that you can go like, you know, Monday to Sunday eating ketogenic and not feel like you're being restricted. And that was my big thing with the keto diet. When I first started, I went Although it took me two weeks to get down to that 5%, I didn't, I didn't listen to my body and I started experiencing things and I just, you know, slept it under the carpet until it really got bad. And, um, I was passing out and mm. like, it just wasn't a good situation. My hair was falling out. I wasn't sleeping. Um, and so it's, it's really important to just take a moment, see like, are you hungry? Great. Does that mean it's going to break your fast? Yeah, that's totally fine. You can fast tomorrow. And right. I love that you say that in your book. Ugh. You say, you know, you have choices of how to do the intermittent fasting. And yeah. some people are good with the 16 hours. You know, you eat at 5 p.m. and then you don't eat again until 9 a.m. We, we tried that last night. Yeah, we did. But um, you say you, you might want to start out one day thinking it's going to be a fast day. But you point out that that might not be your day to fast. You may realize that you are starving and craving food, so go ahead and eat. That's not a good fasting day for you. I like that you do that. I love fasting, and I always have fasted for long periods of time. I tried to get these guys on board um, many years where I'd say, no, I, I get addicted to the fasting high. Yeah, and it's so good. The, yeah, yes, yes. But they're finally getting on board and understanding I what I to, I'm going to tell you why. It's because... Keto makes it easier to fast. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because because everything is much is much more uh, much more stable. I, I a couple of things. One is if you have a pre existing condition, don't just go on this diet oh, without talking yeah. to your doctor. doctor. You can really do some serious damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and make sure you get all the science and all the information because if you're like like we were saying earlier, if if you just say, well, I'm just going to eat a whole bunch of uh, I'm going to swig a bunch of coconut oil, but I'm still going to have hamburgers. Then mm-hmm. you're, you're setting up a bad situation. That's why I like Leanne's gradual approach so right. much. Yep, yep. But but Leanne, tell tell us why Atkins did not work back in the day, and why Doctor Atkins ended up dying a, a heavy man. Oh, geez, yeah, that's a big cookie to swallow. <laughs> um, no cookies. No cookies. You can stay away You can stay away from Atkins Health if you want. But why didn't? Why? Why isn't Atkins sustainable? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like why isn't any diet really sustainable? I, I never found like any diet really worked for me because it was very strict. And uh, nine times out of ten, when I meet with people, you know, I just got off the book tour for the last two months, and everyone's like, I just like that this approach is less rulesy and I can, I'm encouraged to listen to my body. And also the whole food aspect is like, 
I'm not going to drink a Coca-Cola Zero because it's quote unquote ketogenic approved just because it's ketogenic approved because I know that that doesn't benefit my body. And mm -hmm. so I think, you know, I've never done Atkins, but what I've heard from other people that have done these sorts of diet plans is that there's not a lot of attention to, um, the quality of the food that you're eating. Um, there's a big difference between making a low carb bar at home and buying it in a package. Um, and, also, and you make the dog food at home also, don't I do, you? yeah, our dogs. <laughs> Ketogenic dog food? Uh-huh. No. Well, yeah. Dogs are keto. They're, they're keto all day long. That's all they right. eat is fat and protein. Yeah. yeah, that's our dogs have been keto. We're getting a little puppy, a, a red Doberman here at the end of the month, and she will be raised keto just keto. like the other two. And they're happy and, happy and healthy. One is 15, the other is 13, and... They will. I think they're gonna live forever. I don't know. They're yeah, so you better hyper. be better be careful with that. I don't. I don't think I want a dog in my house that at any time is gonna be hungry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too hungry. It's so true. Spe but especially a Doberman. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna be the sweetest, but also the, probably the craziest of the three. So yeah, well, this has been awesome. Cool. Really yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Absolutely. Now, if people want to follow up, it's healthfulpursuit.com. Is that correct? And then That's and correct. what are your handles on social media? Yeah, it's a healthful pursuit on Instagram or B underscore healthful on Twitter. You just search Leanne Vogel, Fees and Victor, O G E L. You will find me out there on the interwebs. Yeah, put that put that name right into Amazon, uh, and uh, it's just a great way to find uh, everything. That, uh, in fact, in the show find. description, we will have a link to buy Leanne's mm -hmm. book. Yeah, one hundred and twenty five recipes. Yeah, wow. and lots of reviews. It's so great. I love yeah. it. It's, and you know what's nice is, is that people are coming on board. You know, when you search a ketogenic diet now, and even if you search on you know on Amazon, which is what I always like to do, I like to see what the trends are. Uh, it's amazing how how many uh, how many of those books, especially yours, are right up there near the top. Yeah, and even uh, it's a little game I like to play. Like, at what point will I show up on the first page just searching keto? And I show up like the first thing on Amazon right now, so that's really fun. Oh, too, but good for you. Yeah, Pop some grown. champagne, some yeah. low carb champagne. Yeah, right? I think the I, th I think the reason is, and you're, you're hearing Connie's reaction. Also, Gib, he gave it as a present. But I think you're you, what you're seeing is is that it's not just quote unquote uh, a cookbook. It is it is the reason why you're doing this diet plus a way a way to do it and a way to stay on it. So if you're thinking about keto instead of just saying, Yeah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna eat a whole bunch of side for you, start with the book. And the beauty is that you can do it in two seconds because you can download it from the from the Kindle store. Yeah, yeah. It's true. I even have audiobooks of my other books too. If you're not a reader like me, I don't know how I became a writer if I don't enjoy reading. Um, but <laughs> I have other audiobooks and things like that um, on my site and also on Amazon as well if you're just not a reader. <laughs> awesome. All right, everybody. Leanne Vogel, thank you so much for your time, Leanne. Thank you so much for having me. I want to thank you guys for listening. As always, if you enjoyed the show, please rate, comment, and subscribe. It helps people find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, big thanks to Leanne Vogel, our amazing guest and, and keto expert. And I love getting to pick keto experts' brains. And uh, Leanne Vogel is one of my all-time favorites. So that was like a bucket list thing. If you want to follow up with her, she's on Twitter at B underscore healthful. That's at B-E underscore healthful. You can find her there. Uh, get ve I'm, I'm very excited about, about what she's going to come out with next. I'm very excited about being her friend now out in the in the uh, internet world so I can always ask her questions and obviously I bought her book before before we even knew she was going to be a part of the show so uh, big fan bucket list day today thank you guys for listening ketogenic diet of course uh, is amazing 
but it is very hard and it requires a lot of dedication. That's why there are easier ways to lose weight. For example, our friends over at SlimFast have a clinically proven plan to help you shed unwanted uh, unwanted pounds. All right, all you got to do is you head over to slimfast.com or go to any store that sells SlimFast. Walmart, Target, they all they, everybody gets SlimFast. You get a clinically proven plan with fiber and protein that we know is very important. All you got to do is stick to that plan and I got to tell you the snacks are delicious. It is it is a fantastic way to lose weight, so Special thanks to our friends over at SlimFast. And uh, that's it for today, guys. Don't forget to find us on Twitter at John Tesh, at Connie Selica, at Gib Gerard. Very complicated. Facebook, Facebook.com slash John Tesh. Thank you, guys.